It is our season finale. We can't I'm believe excited. it. After mm-hmm. 10 episodes, here we are. Actually wild. My name is Kindred, like Kindred Spirit. And my name is Joe, like Joe from Little Woman. And you are listening to More Than Five. And this is a special joint podcast about friendship. For this episode, we're going to talk about our reflections from this past season. Do you want to kick us off, Kindred? I One do. Of your favorite episodes or moments? I have a couple favorite moments, but I'm going to try to be brief with them. The first one was the episode with my mom and her best friend. Like, I really loved recording mm. that episode. It was really cool to see them interact with each other. But my favorite moment, and this was, like, definitely Holy Spirit inspired because I was, like, had all these questions prepared and stuff. And I was, like, okay, like, asking the questions. And then in the moment, I was, like, I felt, like, this, like, guiding of, like, ask them, like, what do you want to say to each other? Or, like, what do you oh, love each other? Uh-huh. Like that. I love and that. I like when I when it came to mind, I was like, oh, that's so good. And like, I was like, that must be the Holy Spirit because I was not thinking that at all and like did not have that on my list. Like, hadn't even sent that as a prepared question. Mm. And so when I asked them and their responses to each other were just like so heartwarming and just like so beautiful. And I even mm. got texts after that where they were like, that moment was so like wonderful. And I was like, yeah, it was wow. like, it was such a great example of what we want friendship to be for others, mm. you know? And it was like them saying to each other, like, I love you. I admire these amazing things about you. And I've loved being your friend. And like something that I was like, wow, like this is such a great snapshot for like prosperity. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to be like, for like my children to listen to and be like, oh, that's grandma and like her best friend. And like, that's just so, it was just like a really beautiful moment. I like really loved that. I also really loved, I loved every episode. Let me just say that. But I really love talking to, <laughs> <Me> um, <too. laughs> yeah, I really love talking to Lo and Sydney. That was really fun mm. because like we talk all the time and, you know, laugh all the time. But I think it was something that I think Sydney had brought up uh, just like how Jesus, or maybe Lo, it was one of them about like how Jesus treated his female friends. Basically, I thought that that was a really good moment because I hadn't thought about Jesus and his friendships like that, really. I was able to be like, wow, like he did treat women so well in his friendships with them. And then I was like, this is so encouraging because it's, Mm. she treated women so well, you know, and was so honest with them. I think sometimes we think that like people in friendships with women, if they're a man, have to be really delicate. He was like delicate and, and, and patient, but also like so honest. He just like always told the truth, Mm. you know, and I think that was just so beautiful. He also always defended them you know? Anyways, that was a really good mm. moment for me. I actually like continued my learning, you know? Yeah, just, agreed. Um, and then and the last one that I'm going to say is you, Joe, in the episode on, I know she's doing this, she's like, what? <laughs> in the episode on uh, multi-ethnic friendships, I feel like when we were talking, we were having such a hard time, like, grounding it, you know, in something that we really I felt. That. And we were just like, oh, like, I guess this, but also this, and we were like working through it. And then like, it was just like this clarity came over you and you were like, we want our world to look a certain way and we want there to be a certain type of harmony and peace. And we can't get that without friendship. And I was just like, yes. Like I just like remember looking at you in that moment and I was like, that was such a, like you said it so beautifully and it was so true. And I think it really like for the first time really grounded for me 
or like brought home for me like why I have so many multi-ethnic friendships because mm-hmm. I had always like known why but I think for you to say it I was like oh my gosh that's why like I have those multi-ethnic friendships because of my desire for these type of like systems and this mm-hmm. world and like for God's you know kingdom to come really friendship is like a method of like achieving that and I just mm. it was the most amazing thing but what was your favorite Aww. moment episode of course you're you're so bright <laughs> oh thanks for sharing Kendra thanks for that <laughs> uh my favorite moments I would say like you all the episodes were great because I got a chance to make the guests feel special mm-hmm. I think my eldest brother Eugene in friendships with siblings he said like yes it was off the record but he was like i feel like everyone should be on a podcast it makes it feel so special and important mm. and i was like mm, i love to hear Absolutely. that <laughs> yeah and so in general that and also tim in that same episode shared a really beautiful quote from a book he read i'm yeah. not going to quote it directly because I want you to go listen to it, everyone. But yes. he basically was comparing, or he was sharing about how this author was comparing romantic relationships with family relationships and friendships. And mm-hmm. how of those three, mm-hmm. friendship was the most peculiar and long lasting. And yeah. I thought it is something that we're all going through. We're always like juggling between those three. And mm-hmm. it seems like friendships mm-hmm. aren't really taken care of as much, which is one reason why we wanted this podcast in the first place totally, um, to totally. navigate that plane. And so to hear it quoted beautifully by some author already was like affirmation. And I was like, mm. yes, I hope everyone mm. looks into it. That's and good. another favorite moment, this is more of a story, but if y'all remember in the trailer and episode one, I shared about how I had a friendship question and I texted Kindred about it it was the root of this podcast. And Mm -hmm. I am so grateful to God to say that this quote friendship issue or just friendship concern has been solved. Woo! Yeah! And so I want to keep names and things out of it. But through this process of recording the podcast and learning from other people and getting to share about my views on friendship, it made me want to be more active in figuring Mm -hmm. this out. I remember I told Kendra at some point, I was like, you know, if I create a whole podcast with you on friendship, I do not solve this one friendship issue. I'm going to be very bothered. (laughs) Like what's the whole (laughs) point, you know, if it doesn't have results on the ground. So I ended up reaching out to this person. We talked through some things there were some details that I missed and I think details that this friend missed too and Mm, mm. it was nice to be able to be open about it one thing at the root was I mean many people probably have experienced this too but when a friend is more present on social media and they are really in your life and that's just yeah, ooh, you know, part of the yeah. social dilemma, that documentary. But also in general, this is Let's like the new it. world working with. Mm-hmm. I, I think I set really high expectations for this person. Mm-hmm. Basically, in my head, mm-hmm. I was thinking, you are so present on social media, mm-hmm. so active on these fronts. But yeah. you, you've, you've kind of backed out of 
the your own friendship yeah yeah like our real life friendship was yeah so yeah like well, I think it's so relatable joe with so many mm-hmm. so many people feel that way yeah yeah and so i was like you know i don't want quote fake friendships i want to be a real friend that can actually help outside of social media because it's just mm. like a platform to represent some stuff in your life but mm-hmm. anyways all that to say yeah. this podcast really gave me energy to go after that i feel so much relief <laughs> and yeah. also i feel a lot better just moving forward with this friend yeah i know that's so awesome i think that when you told me that i was like wow this is so beautiful because it's like the reconciliation that we desire in friendship and like i mean we don't want to tell y'all what season two has to offer just yet but they're it's about to be lit because joe and i are like all right we've gotten down like this whole like i think your your story almost kind of inspires us in some ways for what season two will come with it's like yeah like mm. friendship conflicts like because mm. they're gonna come up like this whole time we were talking about like great friendships and like the beautiful type of friendships that we want to have. But like next season, we were like, yo, we're about to get into like friendship breakup. Like what's it mean to have like a grieving yeah. friendship, you know? And uh, friendships that have conflict because of silences, not because yeah. of some explosive yes. argument. Right. Cause that was the right. case for me. It was just like, right. I don't understand. And I'm going to make right. up this narrative because I don't have anything to base it on. Right. <laughs> Which right. is not yes, good. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's terrible. Like, and then every time they post on Facebook, you're like, "Wow, another post on Facebook," but you still aren't my friend. Like, hmm. for real, though. <laughs> right? But like that person's like that is not even on their mind. But you like mm-hmm. created this whole thing, you know? To yeah, and I guess, like, there mm-hmm. where I'm like, "Wow, lots of time on Snapchat," but like don't have the time to tell me happy birthday. That's fine, you know? Like, to, mm-hmm. like talk to them. You're like, "Wow, it's like, why did I create that narrative for you? That's like so jacked yeah. up." The other day at dinner, Tim, this is like a totally different context, but Tim mm-hmm. was saying, you finally learn how to understand people who ghost you once you mm-hmm. find yourself ghosting other people. Woo! Okay. <laughs> I was like, I think people understand that concept. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. Extra yeah. grace. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like what season two has in store. We'll get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> I did want to talk about our original vision, More Than Five, and the Mm -hmm. reason why we named the podcast More Than Five. I think we never explicitly had an episode, but we had a whole conversation about this name. But now we are having some different thoughts about it. We are. We are. It's funny because initially the More Than Five, I don't know if I ever explicitly came out and said it on the episode, but basically growing up, yeah, my mom would told me this thing that my grandmother would always say, which is like, if you have at least five friends by the time you die, then like, you're good. And it was always told to me as encouragement, right? Like when a friend did something not so nice to me or when I lost a friendship or when I was like in the, the depths of being a third grader and was like, I got like two friends. Like my mom would be like, well, as long as you have like five by the time you die, which is like so funny as you saw me, this is a kid. Um, <laughs> but I don't know what happened. I think once I got to high school or even um, middle school, I stopped and was like, wait, life should actually like I think that God intends for us to have more than five friends Mm. and I remember talking to my mom one time and I love my grandmother she's an amazing woman has given me quality advice but my mom and I stopped one time and we were like 
you know, that quote sometimes can be used as an excuse to not become friends with other people. I remember going back to that friend, that girl in an elementary school that when I went up to her and wanted to be her friend and she was like, oh, I have too many. That is a mindset that I think a lot of us actually run in without explicitly saying it, right? It's Mm. like, I don't need too many close friends. I like to have a close group of people. I don't want to go outside of that. Mm. Um, They're similar to me. They think like me. The same people appear in my Instagram pictures. I'm not even judging people for real, for real, right? Mm. Because we all have these, like, I mean, if you go on my Instagram, there's also just, like, repeats of certain people you're going to see on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. Those aren't necessarily the people I spend all, well, many of them are people I spend a lot of my time with. But, like, (laughs) I'm not going to judge and say that, like, oh, because you spend your time with, like, a few, three people that you're not actively going out to make other friends. But I do think that in our, sometimes in our mind, we can meet people that are really great. And we can kind of knock them off of our desire to be friendsless because we're like oh I already have too many but then like we don't want to say that in our own mind so instead we give ourselves other excuses like they're too old or they're too young mm. or they're we're different in our perspectives or we're different in our political opinions or we're different in our you know ethnicities or or you know you're coming up with all these things we're not the same gender right and I think that those are just like sometimes really nice excuses for the fact that we just think we already have too many Mm. you know um i and i could be wrong but i I do think that like we intended for this podcast at the beginning and at the onset for it to be about like how do we kind of disrupt that narrative of like Mm. you only need five good friends and once you have those five good friends you're good and you're set Mm -hmm. don't add any more you know because then it really limits us from meeting other people yeah that's really good and I also really love the title More Than Five because for everything Kindred said, I agree. And I remembered hearing a quote from Will Smith about friendships mm-hmm. and he like particularly mentioned the significance of five friends. And then yeah. I kind of went along with it. And then recently I looked at the quote again and I realized I misremembered it. <laughs> but I wanted okay. to share this quote with y'all because it's good. But also... Yeah. It kind of shows what we were, or at least what I was thinking about when I was supporting the title. But it says, Mm -hmm. you are who you associate with. Look Mm -hmm. around at your five closest friends and that's who you are. If you don't Mm want to be that person, you know what you got to do. Like Kindred, I wanted to go beyond the five. Like I don't want to be shaped by just the five closest people. Yeah. Like, I want to keep making new friends, keep meeting people because our world is like constantly changing. And if I don't actively go out and quote, change this narrative, like Kindred said, then I will be changed by the five closest people in my like geographical location or blah, blah, blah. So that's finally the explanation for the podcast name. the whole season. (laughs) We got to it though. Which is yeah, great. we're curious what y'all thought about that title. What were you yeah. thinking? <laughs> right, I know, right? I know, I know. That's so funny. I wonder. And then the last thing we wanted to make sure we talked about was what are some cool lessons, mm. either expected or unexpected, that you learned from this podcast? It's funny. This has helped me to be a better friend. Like I mentioned how when we had Jeremy and Yemi on the podcast, I like love both of them so much. And I probably wouldn't have just like called them up for a Skype, you know, like it just wouldn't have been something that I would have done, especially like a Saturday night, like, you know, just like talking. And 
I talk to them a lot and I'll, you know, I'll call them for different things, but like, and, but I'll text them and stuff, but it's not like I'm just like Skyping them for hours. Like we talked for like a good two and a half hours and it was so fulfilling. Mm. And I was like, wow, this is in its own way, helping my own, my friendships right, with them. Like, there were so many things I had to edit out, right? Because we were talking about, like, Jeremy Lin, and we were talking about, like, basketball. I did not know you guys talked started. about that. Oh! I know, like, all these different things and, like, their lives and, like, what they're doing now and, like, so many things that were, like, off the record. Mm, and yeah. it was just, like, its own way of, like, us forming our friendships and getting, uh, increasing and becoming closer. And that happened throughout every time I interviewed. The episode with my mom and her friend, that, <laughs> that like the night before, that, that day, we got to like a little bit of like an argument, like a little tiffish. Um, and <laughs> we had like resolved it, but you know, like mm-hmm. when you get to a little bit of like a tiff with someone, like that you can resolve it, but still, like there's like that weird like undercurrent, like, mm, or, or maybe like overcurrent where it's like, we still got, you know. And so when we got on to do the, the conversation, it was just like really beautiful because like I think a lot of it just kind of like melted away, right? Mm. And, Yes. He was like left with like, I can't, I can't be mad at this woman. She's such an amazing woman. Like I love her so much, you know, and like she loves her friends so well. And she loves me. You know what I mean? And like my mom's up here like, oh my gosh, you're doing a podcast. You're such a great woman. Like I love how you're growing into. So it was just like, I think really helpful in that way, right? Um, that affirmation and, though. Yeah. Mm. And like, even to like, I, I think it was just like really encouraging. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that was the case for every, every guest we brought in. I, I felt like my friendship got better with them. Right. And yeah. it was like, sometimes I even think I said it on Sue's episode. I was like, I would make any excuse to talk to you guys. Right. Like I'd make up an episode just to talk to y'all. It's true. That's the truth of, about this podcast. Right? It's, <laughs> just the excuse. it's just an excuse to talk to people that we care I know, about. Right? <laughs> that like otherwise we don't necessarily have the relationship with to just be like Mm. hey you want to talk for three hours you know like sue is a busy woman she's a married woman you know and her daughter is also a very busy young woman and so like i think like if we hadn't done this podcast i wouldn't have just been like hi sue and lauren do you want to talk to me for a couple of hours on like a saturday just for fun and like i'm sure they would have said yes if i had asked that but like Mm -hmm there was like a meaning to it and I think that Mm -hmm. meaning after we finished the episode and I I turned it off like Sue was like I can talk for a little while longer kids if you want to and I was like yeah I do you know and so we just like talked about like life and stuff and like her daughter had like band practice Lauren did but like she was like oh I don't have it till later I can wait and like she was like waiting and it was like so nice to just like talk to them but it was like such a great excuse to do that and and so I think that's like so good I'm thinking about too for next season as like the guests that we want to bring on I won't repeat too much about that, but Kendra and I were talking earlier about accountability and how this mm. podcast became somewhat of a network of accountability, even though yeah, it wasn't yeah. professionalized or anything. I mean, we wouldn't want to make it too professional, you know? We like it raw and casual. We um, there's that. And then another thing we learned is we could make new friends with this podcast Back in October, we got to present our podcast to our Wellesley community through the Tanner Conference. So much fun. Yes. And it was a panel on the fight for racial justice. It was such an exciting day. Kid and I, we FaceTimed the morning before the giant live stream and we were like yeah. a little bit nervous. And so we were nervous. Like, and we were just encouraging each other and being like, let's do we this. Were. 
I was putting on my makeup. I was putting on my bronzer. Yeah, (laughs) you looked good. Thank you. I learned a lot about talking about something like this podcast in a academic setting. We had to articulate what exactly we're doing with this. So I think that was a helpful activity for both of us. We We have a recording for that. We should link that. Yes, we will when it's ready. We got to make new friends. I'll just say, for example, the professor who moderated us, I had Mm -hmm. been always wanting to be her student. But yeah, yeah, she's so popular. And then she was on sabbatical because she got sponsored to do research outside of teaching. So I was like, Mm -hmm. dope for her. But I was like, no. I know, I know. Graduating without ever taking a class of hers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then she was our moderator and then she sent us like a really heartwarming yeah. email oh, about just it? like y'all are amazing and she just encouraged yeah. us and then she was like um let me know if you ever need my support in xyz i thought that was dope and then it was. it was yeah and then the last thing i'll bring up is one of our listeners and guests she is the co-president of a girls in sports club. And mm-hmm. so I was surprised to receive an email from her. And she asked if I could be a panelist on her like club meeting on Zoom to talk about That's my experiences so cool. in college track. And yeah. I was one of the older people there. I'm not even old, you know, I'm 23. But I was the oldest person there. Old it felt so John. odd. <laughs> yeah, it felt That's so, so odd to be with all these younger women. I don't know. It kind of was like a preview of maybe what's to come in the future. Because I always wanted to be someone who gives back to their community and Mm. is not like so obsessed with looking forward, but is taking care of the Mm, new generation. And so I was like, this is unreal. Like I thought I'd be doing this when I'm like in my 40s. That's so funny. Yeah. But you got it. That's cool. That's super cool. We wouldn't have been able to connect without this podcast. It's just so much fun. And it's mm. like so cool to make connections and get to know other people and to like start to strengthen our friendships that are already present. But like what like yeah. Joe was saying, to like make new ones, mm-hmm. you know? Joe and I, we love you guys as listeners. We just want to say, well, we also just want to say first thank you to all of our guests. because Thank are- you. Joe, we actually people. love you. <laughs> actually, every last one of you, we love you. Yeah. Even the ones that like, and it goes across. Like Josephine loves my brother. I love Josephine's sibling. <laughs> we love all of our guests, even if we weren't on the episode with mm-hmm. y'all. You guys are, are so awesome. Someday um, we'll all meet. We'll have more than five yes. reunion. <laughs> yes, in person. And ex- <laughs> in person, and expect from us, you know, a little something, something in the mm. mail as a thank you. It'll be Yay! small, but like, it will be silly. Thank you. And then Josephine and I want to hear from you guys as listeners because we want to hear your, your input and your, your feedback. And so we will be posting a form where ah. we're just going to ask you questions about, you know, like, what do you want to hear more about? Maybe you really loved one particular guest and you want us to bring them back. Tell us. Or maybe there's a guest that you know of and you want them to be on that episode. Maybe that guest is you. Mm. Tell us. We want to know. <laughs> Maybe there's a famous guest that you want to bring on. Hey, you got a connection to Jeremy Lin? We'd love to have him on the episode. Just want to throw that out. Um, it would be the I- most epic episode to see Kendrick and Jeremy Lin together. You guys well, would you- not want to miss that. I'm crying. Would it just be the petition it. quiet the whole time? Every word he says, I'll be like, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> anyways. No, I want to see you guys. 
<laughs> no lie though we want to hear from anybody any mm-hmm. guests that you think are really dope to bring on the podcast um and that does also include yourself we're getting ready for season two so this is the right time to be doing it but we also want to hear from you guys about like what we could do better any feedback mm-hmm. any uh, particular ideas that you might have we're down any ways you want to help us out we're gonna take a nice break so that we could be recharged but we will still be here so don't feel like you're talking to this wall because we are we're here i'm so excited we love you guys so much yes even this is our first episode we love you Yes. So during this time, please do listen to all the past episodes and stay tuned because Kendra's gonna give lots of holiday cheer on our Instagram. So ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I have my Trader Joe's advent calendar ready I to go. All that people can't see it, but it's on my desk. I have listened to the Tori Kelly album, specifically the song twenty hmm. fifth, potentially twenty-five times maybe more <laughs> i don't have to tell you guys my business but anyways <laughs> so ready for christmas so kindred we will still be very active on our social media so hit us yes. up always dm us too that's always kind of fun mm-hmm. um we want to hear from y'all stay in touch and that's it for now we love y'all bye, bye.